in order. Sound of Music, Wizard of Oz, It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, it is a Christmas classic. From the couple who put the Chris in Chris Kringle, the K2 Studios proudly presents a Christmas extravaganza. Brought to you by the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? You know, thank you so much for listening. I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to episode 110 of the Chris and Christine Show. Do-do-do-do! Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on this Christmas week. You know what I'm going to title this podcast episode? What's that, baby? The Grinch Who Stole the Podcast, because that's who you've been today. What? No, what? not me. You are been oh, are you Grinchy. At, are you looking at me? Talk, you've been Grinchy. Me? You're like no. in my space, like kicking my feet while like in the studio. If manspreading was a thing inside of a podcasting studio, you would be the king of it. Let me get you the crown of hogging all my space. <sighs> See what I got to deal with here? <laughs> what you've got to deal with. You know what? what? We're going to give you a little window into our world. I have had no space in this house lately. What are you talking about? Um, let's see. You took my garage, remember? Uh, your garage? Check yourself, sir. It is the money maker. My side of the garage is the money maker where I do all the wedding business on my side of the garage. I know you guys can't see, and but I roll my eyes right now. Yeah. And you, let me see. You have half of the garage plus your car is in there. And all the boxes you still haven't unpacked. I did like three fourths of them. So uh, you know what? What have I been telling you all day today? How fantastic you are! You right? Did you, um, did you forget that's all right that before stuff? Before you were sitting here and you were like criticizing everything that I did, it was really difficult. I'm gonna call you the Grinch who stole the podcast because that's how I feel. I should be in the Christmas spirit right now, coming into this Christmas extravaganza. So you're gonna have to pull a real one out for me. <laughs> Well, Merry Christmas to you, baby. Mm-hmm. You look beautiful. Today, I don't know. Is there an, like an unmerry Christmas that I can wish to you? No, there is not. <laughs> Merry yeah. Grinchmas? Yes. Yes. Merry Grinchmas, Christopher. Oh, thank you so much. With a K. Oh, because <laughs> I am Chris Kringle, by the you, way. Uh, yeah, maybe Chris Kringled the Christmas. Chris Kringled the Christmas? Yeah, I don't know if that's even a thing. but Oh, probably just, not. Yeah. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through our little uh, marital stress that we just had. Because You know, it's tough being married, you know? It, is it? It can be. Wow, that's way in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Wow, it's tough being married. That's not what everybody wants to hear on here. I know. You're pulling out all the stops today. I try my best. Yeah, you know what? I think that I'm going to take back all those presents under the Christmas what? tree. No, please don't. Come on, baby. I'll be good. I promise. Uh-huh. Come on, I promise. Goodness. Yeah, I wrapped all your presents, by the way. Well, thank and, you And they're so all much. in the tree. Um, I noticed that the pile of Amazon boxes that had been sitting under the tree is gone. I know. Well, actually, they're right here. <laughs> <laughs> the leftover boxes are right here. Oh, wow. Well, uh, thank you for um, taking care of wrapping them. I was wondering where all those new presents came from. Uh, well, maybe a little store called Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> yes, it's, it's lo- that like it's, it, ironic- ironically, it's located in the Amazon, <laughs> in the jungle. Well, uh, that's enough of us uh, bantering about our marital bliss. 
How's your week been? It's been quite busy, actually. Back quite to, busy. Quite busy. You know, I always <laughs> roll. I had a podca- podcastic audio. What's great podcast? Uh, podcastic audio. <laughs> podcastic audio ro- ran last week. It was fantastic. I did two interviews. It, of course, it was podcastic. And I have another interview tomorrow, speaking of which. So anyways, uh, or Thursday. What day Wait, okay. You had all these interviews all on the same podcast episode? Uh, no, I spread them out. People usually do that. When they make a podcast, when they record interviews, especially if you do like an interview style show, what people will do is they'll batch up a bunch of interviews. I don't quite batch a lot up because I don't have a lot of free time to do that. I heard it's oh, a there thing. There he goes with the busy badge. Again, I know. Everybody. My busy badge is all shined up. See how shiny this thing is? It's all crazy. Hey, don't stare too much into it. My blind. All right. Movie. All so right. So shiny. Okay. So you had uh, multiple like people coming to you for interviews? Yeah, of course they did. Well, yeah. I will say I listened to your most recent interview and I really did like it a lot. Oh, it really? was with um the guy from Gallup. That's right. Yeah, and he was talking about strengths and strength finders. What's interesting is I knew that you were getting ready to interview him and I was trying to give you a little tutorial. And I was like, hey Chris, um Gallup has this thing called Strengths Finder. And you were like, well what is that? And I was like, well, and I was explaining it to you. You didn't even bring any of that up. You didn't even say my wonderful wife was talking to me about strengths finders. Well, you are now the baby. I am. And I talked to you about it before. I just kind of felt left out of your episode well, because he was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Well, maybe he can come on here. I don't oh, know. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'll have to ask him. That would be awesome. Or maybe he's going to come on my own uh personal podcast called what? it doesn't exist yet oh well you know what <laughs> where are you hosting that on the, um, the cloud like a uh, cloud upstairs <laughs> yeah cloud up a, in heaven a rain cloud <laughs> yeah well but your week's been going good other than yeah, podcasting. I, i'm actually training a new guy at work so i'm back in the trainer position i'm a job so i got a new trainer with me i'm training him the uh you know i, I basically tell him like when you're on your own you're the captain of your ship but i'm just here to make sure you don't sink it well, so do you like have to drive the truck and he like rides along with you or does right he now, drive the truck? Well, he will eventually start driving on his own. But right now I'm just kind of walking him through what we do here at this company and how we do it. And then, But does he ride with you? Yeah, he ride, I show him everything. He, I show him how to, you know, man the hoses and deliver. Is right? he like taking notes the whole time? Or, of course like, he take, is. You is know, he, mental, does he have like a notepad? Mental notes, really. No, but he doesn't like have a notepad. Isn't a trainee supposed to like take notes of everything that you do and like draw, draw diagrams and everything? Um. Sure. Why not? All right. Come on, trainee. Get on it. Okay. I'm, I'm when I train. I'm more like kickback train. I'm like the kind of trainer that like kicks back. You guys got this, right? Cool. You're like the substitute teacher that's <laughs> yes. like, yo, kids. It's I'm gonna day. go out for a smoke, and y'all can like take care of yourself. Speaking of which, one time when I was a middle school teacher, there was this one substitute that was like, I gotta go get something from my car, and like went out to their car to get something, and in the middle of the classroom, two kids got into a massive fight, and they got injured, and it was like crazy. And when the administrators, because a kid ran to the front office, when the administrators came to check on the classroom, and the teacher wasn't there, and then just like walked back in and saw everybody in there, was like, "What happened?" He'd gone out for a smoke. Well, it sounds like a responsible uh, teacher. I know, Is that actually right? a thing people do, though? No. Teachers, are they allowed to do that? No, no, not they're not. Breaks during the class? Not in the middle of class, no. But back to your trainee. So I'm training him. He came from other companies. He has been experienced in the industry for a while. So it's not like it's a brand new guy like coming in for the first time ever. In fact, he's been hauling gas about as long as I have. So mm-hmm. Hauling so- gas or hauling... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's been fun doing that this week. I'm on probably train them next week or so. 
And then, or this week, actually, we're going into Christmas. And now, by the way, I don't know if I told you this. I am actually, I put a request in to take off Christmas Eve. So I'm going to be off Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas off. Well, that's because you're Santa and you have to get up to the North Pole and get all of the elves in line. You know, they've been working independently. Uh, surprise, everybody. I'm Mrs. Claus. And I really do all of the work behind the scenes and keep the elves on task. And so... Chris is taking Christmas Eve off so that he can, you know, go get in a sleigh and run around the world and bestow happiness and joy to billions of children from around the globe. Are you on the good list or the naughty list? Well, I'm always on the good list. I just don't know how you stay on the good list. Maybe it's just because you're Santa. That would explain it. It would explain everything. So, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Hey, speaking of Christmas, by the way, and speaking of work, just the other day, I think it was yesterday... Uh, which happened to be Saturday, a lot of kids ended their school week Friday. So Friday... Everybody lot- ends their school week on Friday. Well, Friday for vacation for winter break. Oh, yeah. It ended on Friday. I think a lot of people, including yourself, weren't you guys? Weren't you also off like Friday was your last official work day? No, I work until Thursday. What? I work until the day before Christmas Eve. What are, what are you talking about? I thought you were off for two weeks or no. whatever No, No, I'm off starting on the 23rd and then I... I'm off until the second. Well, I know a lot of companies, a lot of people for what work, a lot of companies actually take, give them the whole two weeks off. I was so jealous when I used to see people that have the, those two or three weeks off during the holidays. But that, then again, when are you not jealous? Um, but no, I was really jealous because I used to have to go to those people in person. When I worked for other companies, I I worked for a delivery company that would deliver packages and like, in fact, FedEx kind of stuff, like a UPS driver. Like I was your UPS driver. Anyways, so I go to these businesses and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're shutting down tomorrow for our uh, annual holiday shutdown for two weeks, two and a half weeks for the holidays. Wow. And I'd be like, what? You guys going to do that? That's super cool. So I always kind of wondered about like how many people, like companies were actually going to have this whole break off. So I put a poll out on Twitter yesterday, which would have been the first like day off Saturday mm-hmm. if people had their vacation because the schools were out officially from break starting Saturday. I said, uh, how many of you guys are officially off work until 2022? And out of like 56 votes, the poll kept going back and forth. For a minute, it was going like people were off. And Mm -hmm. then for a minute, people were working. And at the very end of the poll, it landed at, guess what? What? 50% and 50%. 50 -50. 50-50. So 50% said they worked and 50% said they were off. Well, what are you advocating for? Would you prefer that all people get... Two weeks off? No, I'm saying that, like, I was just wondering. Obviously, people can't have it off because you got the Starbucks got to be open. The Target's got to be open. No, they don't. All the all the places have to be open for, you know. Starbucks doesn't have to be open. Target could be open, but they don't have to be. I mean, I mean, we have gone through COVID. We know how to function without everything open now. It's different than in past years, right? Yeah, I just that's what I was wondering about, whether or not people were going to take time off or their companies were going to call it a break for the holiday season. And it looks like about half of them said they would and half weren't. So. But don't you think that people deserve a couple of weeks off at the holidays? Yes. I, I love I, – one funny thing is I've always worked during the holiday season, uh, this time from now till New Year's or through the New Year's. Mm-hmm. But it's always been kind of slower during this time of year, which I actually did enjoy. Because people, people were half half the half the world was off, I guess. Oh, okay. From uh, work or school, so it was a little less busier. So going to work during this time of year was usually kind of a fun time to go because usually kick back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes management's not there, and it's more relaxed. You can kind of come in. You can take it's an easy day. So we'll see how it goes this year, but I'm hoping for that. 
maybe. That'd okay, be fun. well, I'm hoping for a couple of weeks off. Um, I'm getting a couple of weeks off from events because I just finished my last event of the year yesterday. Well, how'd that go? It was fantastic. But, you know, I'm going to be off of my day job starting on the 23rd. The only boss that is not giving me any time off is the one sitting across from me wait, in wait. the podcasting studio. Wait, wait, what is the Grinch doing here? <laughs> hey, Grinch, how'd you get here? What are you doing here, buddy? You know, How invited you? Here you've been talking all about, you know, everybody in this industry getting time off. And I was, I was leading you into this discussion. You're like, I think people should get some time off. So, Chris, am I going to get a holiday break from podcasting? Absolutely not. Come on, what are you talking about? Oh, man. See, welcome the Grinch back to the studio. (laughs) It's like you've transformed and turned green right in front of my eyes and your heart shrunk seven times smaller. Oh, gosh. See what I got to deal with here? No, see what I got to deal with? It's like nonstop. It's like, you know what, babe? Take some time off of your regular job. Good. I'm so glad that you don't have any weddings coming, but... Sure as heck, you better report to the podcasting studio for our episode. And so, <sighs> all right, new Twitter poll um, that I'm creating right now in my head. And you guys can okay, all okay. vote through your brains and then you can telepathically transport your results to me. Yes or no? Should Christine and Chris take a holiday break from podcasting? Yes or no? Ready? Vote. Think it. Ding. Okay. They all said that they would like us to keep podcasting through the holidays because it warms their hearts. It does. It, it war- does. It warms my heart, baby. Does it? Yes. Or does it warm your heart or boil your blood? Both. <laughs> see, that's how, that's how, see, it boils my blood to warm the heart. That's how, you got you to boil the water to cook the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you were asking about how my last episode of – or my last episode, my last event of the year was – and it was yesterday. It was fantastic. It's the the biggest wedding that I have coordinated since COVID times. We had 225 guests last night, uh, but all of the guests were vaccinated. The couple had received proof of that, and they wanted to be very careful about that. And they'd asked some of their guests that um, you know if they had any concerns about being exco- exposed to COVID to just kind of stay home. And so they had some last minute cancellations, but originally their wedding was scheduled to be over 300 guests. Wow. That's a lot of people. But there was a lot that refused to get vaccinated. Because they refused to get vaccinated, did, did the bride and groom say, nope, you're off the list, cross them off like, they not, chose like the not, naughty list? The people chose not to come because they refused to be vaccinated. They were anti-vaxxers. So they put that in the disclaimer, I guess probably in the invite. No, the people just chose not to come. They were requesting that you provide, I believe, provide proof of wow, vaccination. I, or maybe it was an honor system. But yeah. after they asked for individuals to be vaccinated, there was a large number from one side of the family. I'm not going to say whose that chose anybody not to want, attend anybody the wedding. Anybody want to take a guess no. side of the family is? No. Okay. No, but um, it was, yeah, the bride and groom, they went all out. The family did. And it was a beautiful wedding with a full Catholic mass, which... I've never been part of, and it was really at a gorgeous parish called Modern Day Parish down in Chula Vista. And then they had this huge reception out at Marina Village out on the harbor. And it was just so well done. You know, the bride was super, super organized and really lovely to work with and very appreciative. And both of them, the bride and the groom, were super appreciative. And it was just a really nice way to end the event season 
And I would have to say that it has definitely been a successful first year of business. Oh, that is fantastic. That's amazing. By the way, babe, I am so, so proud of you and your wedding business. And I love it when other vendors or other people post on social media about you and seeing how great, wonderful job you do. Like your hairstylist did yes, was it yesterday? Yeah. It wasn't my hairstylist, but the hairstylist from the wedding, right? Yeah. She posted um, all about how wonderful that you are. Although she didn't mention your name, but she did tag you in the post. So people did get to go to check out your um, website or whatever it yeah. was on Instagram. Yeah. So it was really interesting. So there's this fantastic San Diego bridal hairstylist. And her name is Letitia Markham. Shout out, Letitia. Shout out. And she um, she was there doing this the hairstyles for the bridal the bridal party. But uh, Letitia and I had a little bit of history because back when you and I had to cancel our wedding and we had everything paid for, I was, you know, we just made that switch and I was pretty depressed about, you know, not being able to have our dream wedding. And I was on Instagram because I'd followed her for a couple of months and I saw that she had this call out for needing a hair model because sometimes hairstylists will do that where they're like, oh, can I, you know, get a hair model and I'll style your hair. I just need you to pose. And all I need is your time. And I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I would love for her to do my hair. And she was doing this. It's called Hollywood Glam Waves. It's really this beautiful, elegant style. And I was just going through a rough time, you know, with kind of being depressed about everything with COVID and all that. And so she actually picked me. She had all these other people, but she picked me. She loved my hair. And so I sat down with her in October of 2020 and she spent a couple of hours working with my hair. And because I have a lot of hair, it's very thick. And just while I was there, she was so encouraging and positive. But, you know, here I knew she was giving of her time to let me be her hair model. So before I left the house, I grabbed a little thank you card and a little bit of cash because she was doing this for free. But it was like hours of her time. And I knew she was kind of like up and coming in business. And so I wrote her a note at the end and I put a little gift in it and I just handed it to her. And she messaged me after and she was like, you know, even more than the cash, which was lovely. She's like, your words of encouragement to me and my business was just really wonderful. And so that was back um, just over a year ago, you know, in October. And then I ran into her yesterday, but I was like taking care of the bridal glam squad and everybody, you know, bringing food for them and everything. And she just, it was so sweet on Instagram. She gave me this shout out and then she got kind of emotional talking about what a kind and generous person I was. And that just, it made me feel so good. Oh, I was, you know, I love it. I said, I, I saw that and you posted it and she posted it. And it made, it, I watched it like four times. I kid you not. Really? And I was so excited. I'm so proud of you. I, I Why was, did you like seeing it? Tell me. I think I, I meant, because I love the reaction of other people when they see stuff, the good stuff that you do for them. It's like the, um, you know, we watch those shows when they, unveil the big whatever it is they yeah. do for somebody like that flip the house or, or remodel some room or right or whatever it could possibly be and they're like oh it looks so great thank you for and they, and they get the shot of them people getting all excited mm-hmm. and emotional about it right that's what it was about that and i realized that it was all about you that took care of it Aww. so it's all because you did that well thank you honey i appreciate you being my hype squad you're always my number one supporter i sure am baby yeah you are you and clover 
Yeah, Clover's definitely a good cheerleader for me. <laughs> yes, although her uh, her her cheer move seems to be like, hey, chase me if you can. <laughs> well, enough about what's been happening in our week. Let's talk about what's happening in this episode. Coming up next, you know you like movies. You know it's Christmas time. It's Christmas week. We have some of the best Christmas movies of all time, and we are going to talk about them right after this. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Well, friends, I am super excited about our episode today. And we have this fun little segment that I'm going to call Who's Watched This? Okay. What's it about, baby? It's about asking whether or not you've watched a Christmas movie. Ooh, now the, are these Hallmark movies you're talking about? Because I've never seen any of those except the ones I watched with you. No, I was going to say that, you know, I took a break from Hallmark movies no. because now, well, tonight, uh, officially, I mean, okay. let's not get ahead of uh, ourselves. Why did you watch one earlier in the bedroom? Um, I, I said tonight. So uh, oh, that was okay. this morning. We just got home. So I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I took a break got a for minute, three yeah. hours while I was out of the house. And now it's time to actually get into Christmas. Christmas mode. Like the Hallmark movies, they're basically like the appetizer for Christmas. But they are overdone with Christmas stuff. Well, that's, you know, it's just like when you go to a buffet, sometimes you can overdo it on appetizers. And so now it's time for me to pause on the appetizer and get into the entree, the main course, the main event. You're talking like real Christmas movies here, right? Real Christmas movies. And in my life, we have like specific ones that you watch around Christmas time. And some of them are kind of non-traditional some of them are very like i don't know they're just things that i watch on christmas so i want to know whether or not the ones that i watch during christmas time are actually on the list and if i've actually seen all of these that are on this list now this list is taken at random of some of the best christmas movies that were voted by the public i don't know i just told you to take like the first 12 (laughs) yes these aren't in any particular order which i think these are probably the top 10 but you know, that's up to debate. You okay. Know. So I want to ask you about the movies. And then if you've seen them, we're going to talk a little bit about each one. And then I think that this is part of like the Christmas nostalgia. I think that in my family, like bundling up with blankets and the fireplace going and watching movies is like a real big part of my childhood. And so did you used to watch Christmas movies with your family? Yeah, we did. You know, it's funny. I remember um, on television, we didn't, we didn't have like a lot of like, this is all way before Netflix came out. I know Netflix is like a new thing, kids. It wasn't around forever. <laughs> and we'd have like a regular television with whichever came on the air was what we watched. So whatever, usually I think it was ABC that had like the Christmas movie or some kind of movie of some sort they'd have on. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these on here, I think they had on uh, back then. Um, usually you get the Peanuts one that was always on. And what else was on the... Um Well, there are a lot of different Christmas movies, but we're going to go through this list and we're going to start off with the movie The Santa Claus. From what year, baby? Well, I don't know, but the movie The Santa Claus. Well, let me help you out, baby. It's The Santa Claus from 1994. This one actually. There's not like there's a second Santa Claus. There's a bunch of Santa Claus movies, like a ton of them. Well, there's like Santa Claus 2, but this is The Santa Claus. This is the one with comedian. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. You're right. Yeah, from uh, Home Improvement, right? That, that's right. This was actually right in his Home Improvement heyday. He had his Home Improvement show going on, and then they put a cast him into the Santa Claus role. 
And, you know, he was riding that wave. You know, some of these actors, what they'll do, they'll be, like, really popular on television. And then all of a sudden, you'll see them in a string of movies. Yeah. I think Jennifer Aniston did that, too, in the 90s. Like after Friends? Uh, during Friends. She was oh, on a couple yeah. shows. And, and uh, of course, um, the chicken plays on Monica. What's your name? Oh, Monica. I forget her name. Courtney Cox. Yes, yes. Courtney Cox. She was in those Scream movies. Oh, and then Lisa Kudrow was on Romeo and Michelle's High there School Reunion. See, yeah, and those were all done during that, that uh, wave. Yeah, so, right. The, the wave of popularity. That's how it works, baby. Don't yeah. like us right now. You know, we're on a bunch of shows too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wait, are we? Yeah. Okay, but back to the Santa Claus. Have you seen this movie? I think I've seen parts of it. What? I've seen the beginning. Where you haven't seen the whole thing? I, you know what? I see, what are you telling me right now? I've seen the beginning. How are we married? This I, is like hey, part hey, of the clause, hey, the marriage clause. I've seen the beginning. Santa falls off the roof. The guy puts a suit on for whatever reason. And, and ironically, he's got the same initials as Santa Claus. SC. Yes, Scott Calvin. There you go, which is mm-hmm. how ironic is that? And I did see like part of the third one or the fourth. What a, what a fourth one where they're like up in the North Pole and he has like the, the Grinch elf that doesn't like the. Yeah. Or whatever. And he wants to be uh-huh. like the winter elf or whatever. It's not the winter elf. It's Jack Frost. There you go. The winter yes. elf. The winter, winter elf. Oh my gosh. Jack Frost. Go ahead. <laughs> and then they become like enemies or something and they have a big duel. Yes. And they, and they get like, they're, they're on top of And then Jack Frost is played by Martin Short. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the original one in right. 1994. Have you, so you haven't seen the whole thing? I remember a little bit. He goes to the doctor and he's like, I'm putting on a little weight. Just a little <laughs> weight. And he's like, a little weight. And he's like jiggling his belly. I remember that part. That's funny. Well, I've seen it multiple times. It's definitely one that I love to watch. I have not watched it yet this year, but I remember the very first time that I watched it. I watched it with my mom and we laughed so hard. And my mom, when she laughs, it just like lights up the room and then she'll go, oh my golly. (laughs) I love it. And she'll laugh or like when she slides off, when like people slide off the roof or whatever, she, she does like these like, oh. Oh, like that? Oh, so, she does. That's yeah. right. She does. It's so she? fun to watch movies with my mom. But I remember we went to the movie theater and when um, I believe that because I was like uh, like 13 at the time. And so um, my mom used to, when she was working in the medical offices, this is before a lot of the regulations came, but the pharmaceutical companies, they used to like after they would do these like big appreciation events for medical providers. So you'd have like um, Pfizer or something like that that would put together like um, holiday parties and stuff like that for medical professionals. Of course, they've cut down on that because, you know, it was perceived to be like bribery or something like that. No way. But um, they would buy out like a movie theater and there would be tickets for medical providers or nurses and their children to come and they'd give us like popcorn and sodas. And, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. And as we got older and my mom went back to school, she got a different kind of a job that gave her access to like lots of other things like that. And so we got to go to some of those fun things. And the Santa Claus movie was one of those. So it was like a movie theater full of medical professionals. And um, the other movie I got to see the first time was The Prince of Egypt like that. Fan. Fantastic. Now, yeah, next, I love that movie, though. All right. Well, thank you for that backstory. Yes. Back to the list here. Okay. Okay. The next one on this list I have happens to be a movie that plays every single Christmas on, is it TBS? I don't know. Or one of those channels, nonstop. They loop this movie all day on Christmas. That is A Christmas Story from 1983. I've only seen like 10 minutes I of it. I will shoot. Get, get out of here. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out? The what? leg lamp? 
I, I've seen an a image of a leg lamp. I don't have any context for what it's about. People, see, I have to deal with here. So the Christmas story. Hey, is, I love the Santa Claus. You uh, like a Christmas story. It says a lot about our relationship. It's like, it's. I, I think that I, kid, I, he I looks saw the, I saw it in the theater, by the way. That's how old it is. That's how old it is. When was it? 1983? <laughs> how could you see that in the theater? I was a, seven years old. Uh, something like that. Don't, yeah. They don't reveal my age. Well, my if you just said that you saw it in the theater, obviously you were old enough to remember. That means you were more than two. And it's funny. I think I saw it in the summer, which is odd. Or whatever they play. I don't That's weird. Some of these movies I saw during like summertime or something. So bizarre. I know. It's weird, huh? But anyways, The Christmas Story is fantastic. You got to check it out. I don't think... It, you know what? I think I've actually... I have watched it like one full time and that was plenty for me. Like it's not, it plays it's on, not a big deal. But it plays on Christmas like nonstop I don't all get, day. What's the hype about it? I think that it's just like, it's totally. It's a, it's a very much like a very classic Christmas. Like if you love classic Christmases told in like the 50s or 60s or whatever it's supposed to be. It wasn't 50s or 60s. It was. Well, maybe it was set in it, but it, it was. was like, eh, I could do without it. I don't think that it adds that much value to Christmas. Okay. Well, here's the next one on the list. Maybe this one will add value to your list. Okay. This one is not about drinking, but it is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Why would you say it's about drinking? Because you don't see a red nose when you drink too much? Uh, I don't know. Oh, a red face. There you go. You get a red face. Rudolph. Now, this is like the old school one, right? Where it's just kind the of claymation like... claymation or whatever. Yeah, stop motion. I love that one. I've only seen on television. I have seen this one, but it's been years. So I'll, most of these I've seen if they've been on television. And the Island I've of the them. Forgotten Toys with Rudolph. That's what one part of it. It's like the Island of Forgotten Toys. And it's oh. like all of these toys that are like like abandoned by children and they're not quite functioning anymore. But have you watched Rudolph before? I have. I was probably a lot younger. I mean, I didn't see it when it released in 1964. Oh, you, it's uh, because you were 16 years old already. Yeah, that's right. I was too cool, I was too cool for that back then. <laughs> no, but so you've you've seen it? Of course I've seen it. Oh, yeah, okay. I've Have you it. seen it lately? No, I've, it's been years. You Have know? you let Jacob and Mason watch it? No, but my dad probably has. He probably has it on DVD or VHS or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do or maybe, your parents maybe, still maybe have a VHS better. player? Um, I don't know. They oh, might. They might. If, I wanna, if, it, if, if anybody so, has one, they do. If so, there's this VHS that I have that it's called Rags to Riches, and it's one of my favorite movies, and I haven't watched it in forever. I need to go put it on their, their VCR. Well, so, Sandy, I know you listen, and if you're listening, and if you have a VCR, hit me up, and I'm going to bring over my movie, and we'll have a girl's They day. might have one. Put one on Amazon. Probably five bucks. I don't Can, know. Do they plug into current TVs, though? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. There's if- probably like one that you can convert everything to like digital. So like you can take your old VCR stuff, convert it to digital and play it on your computer. I'm sure there's something like that. Oh, like, there's got to be. Oh, you know what? Actually, I was watching this thing on TV before you try to skip ahead. See, this is the thing when we get lists. You want to just kind of plow ahead. No, there was this like service at Christmas time and it was like, I forget what it was called, like memory box where you can send in your VHS tapes your old family movies right and they made them on they, dvd right? yeah or they yeah. put them onto a thumb drive or or share them to the cloud well i remember that too but i thought they put them on dvd when dvds were all the rage you know so uh but now i guess they probably just put them on youtube for you or something no they they put it on i'm telling you they put it on a usb thumb drive or they upload them to the cloud speaking of which i will tell you when we we're talking about that before we move on to other movies I remember one year I asked for one specific Christmas present and I never got it. And I actually lost this one thing that I really wanted. But when Ezekiel was born, we used a 
one of those camcorders to be able to record his birth. And it's like one of those little tiny, um, that looks like a miniature cassette tape that goes Yeah, inside. was it the, um, I think I had those two. It wasn't, well, there's two different kinds. There's a VHS-C, which actually puts it into a bigger cassette thing, which goes in the VCR. Yeah. Which you can play immediately. But this was like. And there's a different kind that's like a. Um, it was that one that goes inside of, because I used to have the right. case for the VCR tape. Right, I had one of those two, of. yeah. Well, I had that little tape and I asked Ezekiel's father one year, like that was what I wanted for Christmas was to get it transferred onto um, either, uh, well, at the time it was a DVD. And so I gave him the tape and he said that he sent it off to get transferred for me. And I never saw that tape again. So I no longer have. Well, moral story, back everything up if you can. Yeah. You know, and uh, I love digital I audio. I love digital stuff now because you can back everything up digitally. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, yep, yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of backing things up, let's back ourselves back up to this list of movies. All right. So the next one on our list is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989 when oh, I would have been a whopping eight years old. My favorite movie for Christmas to watch is Christmas Vacation. You just said that the favorite one was Christmas Story. I never said that. I didn't say oh. my favorite. I said it was a good one. I said my favorite. It's got to be Christmas Vacation. It's everybody's favorite. Not really. I mean, last year was my first time watching it. I know. Unbelievable. Time. Can you believe that? I just think that I have different Christmas movie priorities. And like I said, it's Christmas like- Vacation is perfect because it shows everything in one movie. Yeah. Like it shows the spirit of Christmas. It shows the family fighting and getting to get and getting together under one house. It's it's like it's like the reality show of Christmas in one movie. I should say. I would say that I would think that Christmas with the Cranks is like right up with, there with National Lampoon's Christmas. But it's not vacation. as popular. I think. I, I mean, you say Christmas with the Cranks, people are like, "What's that about? What's who, who's?" I couldn't tell you who's in that movie. But Christmas Vacation. Who's Tim well, see, I don't know. Yeah, see, the, he's on a roll. There you go. That's probably he was probably doing it during the time he was doing the home improvement or whatever, or the same time that he was doing the Santa Claus. They were they were spread apart a little bit. But I watched it for the first time last year, and I thought it was hilarious. And it was like, okay, I get it now because it was so funny. Talk about crucifixion here. Yeah, Christmas okay, vacation. Right. I lost track there. Was it Christmas vacation or was it Christmas at home? No, because cri- it says Christmas vacation, but they were at home, right? Yeah, but they don't. They'll call it at home. It's called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, because you know why? Why, baby? Because Clark got Christmas vacation from his boss, like your Twitter poll, which reinforces the concept. No, but he had to work. Remember, he had he was going for he wanted a Christmas bonus because oh, he was buying a pool for the house. Yes, a big surprise. And, and then waiting. he got what was it like a year's supply of jam or something? Yes, <laughs> yes, and a letter. Yeah, and, and a then letter. Uncle, Uncle Eddie, our cousin Eddie, took uh, his boss and brought him back <laughs> to the house. Kidnapped him. Yes, at the end of the movie, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is that it's right in the movie. I gotta say the spoiler alert, everybody. If you have not seen it, if you haven't seen it and it's been 1989, like we're not really spoiling it. Okay, spoiler alert here. That at the very end of the movie, for some reason, the boss like does this whole apology, and then they're all singing and have a good old time in the in the uh, in the house, like they're all friends. Yeah, it's because it's like the, the Christmas spirit. It's like you know the ghost of Christmas past came back to inherit all of their bodies. But uh, oh. <laughs> okay, so then the next one on the list is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, not just the 1966 version, but the 2000 version, which I love. I've seen some of it. Really? I've actually been to Whoville. Universal Studios has got it there at the Whoville um, thing. Oh, is it set. in the Backlot Tour? Yeah, we go in the Backlot Tour right before you get to like the um, Psycho House. Hi, ironic. Um, 
it's right over that area there. Okay, so I have to tell you, the Grinch who stole Christmas is in like when Ezekiel was growing up. That was a favorite. The 2000 version of it, it was a favorite in our household. And his grandfather loves the movie The Grinch. And in the neighborhood that they live in, they have like all of these different Christmas lights. And his grandfather decorates their house every year in like the Grinch. It's like he's got the Grinch decorations all over the place. Like um characters and like a oh blow i up, forgot blow up you dolls. saw it last year that's right i, was, I know yeah I was not blow up dolls the like the blow up yard decorations that's what I meant. They're, blo- they're like inflatables or yeah whatever, right? and then these like hand painted ones that said like welcome to whoville and like a a painting of cindy lou who what is the what is what is the thing with the grinch like why is it so popular i, I don't get it i think it's because it brings to life like this idea of like wanting it's like switching the mindset from getting and being selfish and bitter to like being focused on people and the spirit of the season and how if you just allow the love around you to like permeate your heart, how it can change you. And then at the end, the Grinch transforms from this Grinchy like hermit up at the top of the hill to being like this very giving and caring person. And I think it's like that reminder to all of us that if we're not careful, we can get consumed with like, all of the heaviness of life and forget to just like be present and full of love during this season. I must be mis- mis- uh, mistaking this movie for something else. I thought the Grinch like, fell off a cliff and died. What are you talking about? Didn't, didn't, didn't like the, the little little um, Hoovians, didn't they like push off a cliff and die? No. Oh. At the end. And the, lighting, lightning strikes him and like it goes down in flames? No. At the end, after he's stolen all of the gifts. He steals the gifts? Okay. Spoiler alert. After he's stolen all of the gifts, there's this chain of events that leads him to be drawn in by the music of the the town of Whoville and the spirit of Christmas and his heart grows to be like seven times larger and read the book. There's I a mean, book based on this too? What? Is, is it a Stephen King book? No, it's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. What are you talking about? It is not like a horror movie. It is so cute. Does it eat the kids though or something? No. He oh. eats their food. See? I, something like that. I was close. <laughs> gets into all of their houses and he eats their food. All right. So the next one we have on this magical list is to go into a magical land of the North Pole with Elf 2003 with uh, Will Ferrell. It's not the North Pole. It's New York City. What? I thought it was the North Pole. He's, uh, he's he was in the North Pole and saying. then he goes to New York City. Right. I, I Since we've actually seen this movie, by the way, I saw it when it came out and I haven't seen it since. So... What are you telling me right now? I said I saw it when Tonight. it came out. I saw it when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. Tonight, we're going to have a bowl full of candy. I thought it was like a one-hit wonder. No, I'm surprised it's even on this list. It is like a classic. I know it's a classic. I see it everywhere, elf. and everyone talks about it being the greatest Christmas movie of all time. It is. But I saw it once, and I thought it was like, okay, it's fun. It's cool. But I don't know if I put it in the classic category. Maybe, maybe Okay, you need you to watch it, it again. You know what it was? It's because when I saw it, it was brand new at the time. So when you see things brand new at the time, you don't instantly think they're going to be classic. I think you saw it. It's okay. It's a new movie. It's great. But that's what I saw. It. I think that when you watched it, you might have had like not the right surroundings to watch it the way that you really need to take it in. To watch Elf, you need to be snuggled up on a couch with warm blankets. You have to have like the lights dimmed. You need to have a bowl of popcorn. Fireplace cooking? No, not necessarily. It's better if it's a little bit cold so you have the person to snuggle up with. And you need to just be like 
hot cocoa and oh we're gonna do this we're gonna watch elf and i'm gonna transform your beliefs about elf you're gonna laugh so hard because you're gonna think it's so dumb it's funny i love dumb funny i know you you do because it's like the story of my life okay next one on the list charlie brown christmas 1965 i wasn't born yet so i didn't see this one sorry You've never seen Charlie Brown Christmas? Doesn't she pull the football off from her Charlie Brown and kicks it and whiffs? Is that the one? Yes, but you've you've really never seen Charlie Brown Christmas? Have you seen Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I'm being serious right now. I don't know. I don't know. You're not a Charlie Brown fan? No, never really. I did see the, what? the I did see the, the remake in the theater. What remake in the theater? The, like the the was the live action one or something or the um That's not Charlie Brown. That's like that's not Charlie Brown. I'm talking about the cartoon, you know, with Linus, with Snoopy. It's stinky. There is no stinky. Are you sure? There is no stinky. I think, yeah, there's a stinky with the, the blanket. His name is not stinky. They would not name him stinky. <laughs> it's his like, name is Pigpen. <laughs> What's even worse? My goodness. No, it's not. Is this Fred Bacon? No. Okay. You're such a goofball. But no, you really, okay, honey, this is like, I'm, I'm, you, you're such a deprived child. You need to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay, is it long? And no, I mean it's like an hour, an maybe hour, hour and a half. It's a, like a whole movie. What's the theme of it? What's the plot? Christmas. Like, what's who's a bad guy? Okay, I don't know if there's a really a bad guy <laughs> <Okay>. technically, <laughs> but I think we need to watch it, and I think our kids need to watch it. Okay, what's next? Okay, the next one I've actually seen this only because this lovely assistant uh, over here. Uh, AKA my wife. Did you call me an assistant? Yes. <laughs> Maybe watch this one year. And it is the holiday from 2006. Yes. Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. And Jack Black. And I think uh, Jude Law is also in the movie. Too. Jude Law. Which role does he play? He plays uh, Cameron Diaz um, hookup in the. Oh, Kate, Win- Kate Winslet's brother. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know. know that's who that was. I just knew that he was really hot. Of course he's really hot. Oh, I'm hot. sorry. I didn't mean to be like re- say hey, that. Hey, hey, I can agree with you on that. He is really good. <laughs> oh, he is okay. charming. Yes, he is very debonair. In that very in- English uh, way. British way. Yes. He's very British. Um, and he, he was like super rich because he drove a Range Rover, I remember, in the movie. He wasn't super rich. He was actually a widower. Okay. He's a widower who happens to be super rich who drives a Range Rover. Um, But Range Rovers aren't super rich people's cars Oh, yes, in they Europe. are. Not oh. in Europe. Oh, I think they give them away like they're like, they're like Honda no, Civic or something? Or no, what? it's just like different costs, you know, different valuations. But mm-hmm. um, I love that movie so much and it's always a Christmas watch for me. And I typically watch it like snuggled up in PJs, like either on one of those mornings where I sleep in really late. It's kind of chick flick, isn't it? Do you consider it like a chick flick kind of it's style? It's a rom-com. Rom-com style. Yeah, totally. But at that, I mean, you don't have to characterize it as a chick flick. Just say it's a rom-com. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Yeah. Now they do this switcheroo with a house thing in the movie where they what do they call it where they flip houses. They, you live yeah. in my house, I'll live in your house. It's like a house trade kind of. Is thing. that even a thing? Yeah, it is. Totally. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. But people you know, right? No, there's like I would not let anybody I don't know. Live it's here. a house exchange. That's what they call that. it. I wouldn't do that. What? I would never do that. Well, that's why you've never done it. And I never will do it. Thank you. Okay. Well. That if sounds, somebody was offering weird. to let us stay. And Especially like, with COVID going on everything. Well, you, of you, course. But, you know, you, know, you kind of like good, invent goodness, them. You're yeah. just too much. But I love that movie. And what do you love about that movie? I love that movie. because First off, because you love that movie. I do. And I also love the fact. I have three copies of it. Go ahead. Wait, three copies of it? I do. On what devices? DVD. Are they all the same DVD? Yes. 
Why would you need three of them because on the same format? Because I got format? them for gifts because everybody knows I love it. Why don't you give them out as gifts, by nope. the way? That will be, I will keep them forever. But go ahead. What no. do you love about it? Okay. I love First, I love about it is that um, Cameron Diaz rents a Mini Cooper in that movie to try to drive around, which looks like my, exactly like my dad's Mini Cooper. She doesn't rent it. It belongs to Kate Winslet, but go ahead. Oh, is it? Okay, whatever the case would be. Mm-hmm. And the fact that King, uh, the house that, um, one of the, the LA house, I forget, I, I mix these people up. Yeah, it's the way, it's the LA house. It's Cameron Diaz's house that she switches. I love that house, by the way. It looks, yeah. it looks amazing. She's like some big movie star or something. What is her role? No, she makes movie trailers. She that's makes the what movie it is. trailers. That's what yeah. it is. She is a movie trailer person. Hey, there wasn't also John Krasinski in the movie or something too? John Krasinski. From The Office, you know. I don't Jim? know. I thought he was. I thought he played a small part in that movie. I don't I haven't seen I it since a couple I... years. I remember somebody that I'm like, oh, that's Jim or somebody. I think it was. Oh, I don't remember. But I'll, if have it to watch was, it again. yeah, I think that you do. I think. Hey, hey John, I'm sorry if I, I didn't check out your IMDb. <laughs> I'm sorry. But he didn't have it in front of me. All right. Well, the next one on the list, have you seen Home Alone from 1990? The original. I saw this in the movie theater. And I can tell you it was so it was great because I was actually on my you know break from school because I was at school when it came out. Of course. Uh-huh. And uh, my mom took us over to the movie theater, and I believe she took us over to the one uh, movie theater. A movie theater doesn't exist anymore, which is kind of ironic. And we go over there, and we see it, and it was the whole theater was packed. The wait to get in line. This is back when you actually had to wait to see movies. You know, you couldn't just order them on your phone. Oh, right. And uh, I remember seeing that, and it was a incredible movie. We got the VHS copy when they came out, came available. <laughs> you know, the purchase, the following, whatever it was. Yeah. And it was so fantastic. I've actually seen the sequel too, which is kind of like the sequel is kind of not. I was like, yeah, whatever. The one where he's in Lost in New York. Yes, the New York one. But what about the one where it's like? But what about the other one, Home Alone three, where it's like a completely different kid? No, I think I tapped out when Macaulay Culkin taps out. I tap out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm I'm Kid Macaulay, by the way. So, um, but I think it was fantastic. My kids love it, or I say our kids love it. Our kids love it. Well, one of the funny things is that so as I was talking about my mom and watching movies with her, um. She's so funny. When we would watch movies when we were growing up, if something was – she deemed it as like unacceptable for a kid to do, she would make it known. So it's like she would see him doing something or using bad language and she'd go, oh my, or something like that. And just like – Oh, does he use bad language in the movie? Um, I think think he did. Or like when he was messing up the house and she'd be like, oh, no – don't even think about it and stuff like that. Oh, like, right. Like talking away, yeah. like talking to him like through her head, like yeah, talking. Yeah, but, but not too much excessive. But it was always a way to know like we were watching and it was like, oh, don't ever try that at home. <laughs> oh, totally. Definitely. <laughs> but I, I think that movie is so funny and I think kids find that it's hilarious. And I think Jacob and Mason just got into it this year, Zeke's loved that movie for a long time, but Jacob and Mason have really gotten into the Home Alone movies this I, year. I think they really like the second one because the second one goes a little more. I mean, it's funny. The second one is almost identical, like carbon copy of the first one, just different location. Right. And even have the same bad guys come back. Right. Same everything, you know. Instead of the old man sweeping the um, the streets or whatever he was doing. You have the pigeon lady instead. The pigeon, crazy pigeon lady instead. And, um, you know, and, and funny thing is, instead of like that, I think they did have that old movie, by the way, that, that is playing for the delivery driver and playing the fireworks. Oh, yeah. And funny, that is not a movie. It's actually a fake. It's a made up thing. It's oh, like, seriously? Yeah, it's not a real movie. It's actually a fake like thing. Just fake movie? Yeah. What was it called? Like, 
uh, Dirty Angels or something. It was Dirty called, Angels. Like, no, it was like called like the Dirty Angels of Dirt- Christmas or like something like that. Well, anyways, like, I heard. Yeah, I looked it up. It wasn't a real thing. So it's funny how they do that. Now, what's interesting is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was produced in 1989 and Home Alone was in 1990. But when I think about like the cinematography in the two different ones, like they look completely different. Like I feel like the 1990 well, Home you, Alone. What do you think it's done by a different director? No, but even like the style or like even the, I don't know, the quality. I wonder if there was that big of a change in technology from 89 to 90. Well, let me talk to Steven Spielberg and give him a call and find out. <laughs> Hang on a second. You're so Hey, funny. Steve, you on the phone? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, you busy? All right, goofball. Okay, so the next one on the list is... One of my must-watches during Christmas every single year from 1946, It's a Wonderful Life. Now, it's not a prison movie? What? It's a Wonderful Life. We got life in sentence. Life life in jail, right? What are you even talking about? It's this a is Wonderful Christmas. Life. Wonderful Life? Why would we talk about prison? I'm just prison? kidding, baby. I know, I know, I've never seen this movie, baby. Obviously. I'm just trying to no, tell have you. No, have you seen it? No, I've never seen it, obviously. Oh, it's like one of my favorites. Okay, I will list my favorites for you. What is my it? favorite? What, first Christmas off, what is, it, what is it about? I'll tell you in just a minute. My favorite Christmas movies in order: Sound of Music, Wizard of Oz, It's Sound a Wonderful of Life. Music. Yes, it is a Christmas classic. Everybody watches Sound, the Sound of Music. I thought the Sound. Then one of like they're on like Switzerland or something, like Singing on the Hills. Yeah, and it takes place. There's Christmas parts of it, but it, it is? is a Christmas classic movie. It is every year. It's played on TV. And I haven't seen it this year. And The Wizard of Oz used to play every... Wizard of Oz on a Christmas movie either. Let me finish. Every year when I was growing up, um, in the days surrounding Christmas, The Wizard of Oz would come on and we did not own it yet on a VHS. And so I would watch it. I would get to watch it once a year and it would be right around Christmas. And I've always loved the movie The Wizard of Oz and I've always loved the movie The Sound of Music. Um, the first time that I watched The Sound of Music is right around Christmas time. My parents were out of town and we had a nanny watching us, um, staying with us while my parents were out of town. And I got really sick while they were gone. And so she was watching me and I fell asleep on the floor at her condo watching this movie the, for the first time. And it's just like I have really fond memories. But back to It's a Wonderful Life. Right. It is such a fantastic movie. Is it the movie where the guy says, the Dural says, if a bell rings, an angel gets your wings? Yeah, that is part of it. Is that the so, one I'm thinking of? Yeah, but okay. so he's a banker. Um, oh, so he's like, the ba- a, he's like the bad guy? No, he's not. He's like a small town uh, loan guy. Oh, so he's like he's, a real bad guy then? No, no, no. He's like a loan a, shark? No, he's a small town. He owns a small town business for a banking and loan. And the big, big bank wants to recall... Because there's like a run on the banks. There's like a, some worry about funding or something like that. And so the big bank tries to recall and make them repay all of their cash. No way. And there's just this like crotchety old man that owns the big bank. And so, so his boss. Not his boss. They're separate companies. But it's like like if it'd be like if the bank re- wanted us to all of a sudden pay them all of the money for this house. But it's like alone over time and we don't we can't do it right it's like what would we have to do to be able to get all of our money to show for it and so it's that kind of a story but you know then he contemplates uh, you know it's on like christmas eve basically and he's devastated and doesn't know what to do because now he's broke and he has to like 
go home to his family. He has this beautiful wife that was like his college sweetheart and these beautiful children. And he, as he's walking home, it just thinks like it's not worth living anymore. And as he's walking, he ends up seeing this man jump over a bridge who he thinks is like committing suicide or something. Ends up, it's like an angel in disguise. And it's this whole series of events. And it's a really beautiful story about helping him like walk back through his past to see like if things had been different, how his life would be different and how he wouldn't have actually wanted to live it. It's like one of those things like- It sounds like the Christmas Carol kind of style where the ghost shows some Christmas past and future. Kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. But it's a really cute movie. Oh, so it ties into the title, It's a Wonderful Life. Exactly. Oh, I want to see this. This looks wonderful. Yeah, you would really love it. It's kind of, it's black and white, but it's 1946? Really yeah. Wow. They have, they, it's wow. black and white movie, but it's really good. Oh, you would really like it. That's before the 50s. My goodness. 46 is before 50. It is. Uh, I do the math on that. <laughs> okay. Very next one on our list is from 1988, Scrooged. Never even heard of it. Get out of here. You, you're kidding, right? I've never heard of this movie you, in my you, life. You're kidding. Bill Murray? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, Scrooged, by the way, for the record, I don't think I've seen the whole thing either. So. <laughs> I, but I don't even know, like, if, if you said Scrooged, I was like... But I am aware of this movie. Okay. Because what it is, it's like a modern-day take on A Christmas Carol. Okay. So, with like, a modern... Think of Christmas Carol. Modern in 1988? Yes. Well, yeah. You know, think of A Christmas Carol, but, like, set in, like, today's world. Well, 30 years ago's world. Yes. Yes, but, like, like modern world. Not, like, in the... 40s or what was the original supposed to take place in like the 1800s i have no idea anyways that's basically what it's about and i haven't seen it but uh we should watch it it's supposed to be fantastic it's on the list it's great bill murray's always great but the fact that you even know that he's in it means that you know more about it than me i don't know i'm not into like scrooge stories i like the other side where it's like the, the well, downtrodden hey hey, hey 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 now it's a wonderful life it's like a scrooge movie no it's not because he was very generous that's the thing is i haven't was, seen the movie i can't judge Okay, well, It's a Wonderful Life is better. If we have limited time and movie options, I want to watch It's a Wonderful Life. What about uh, all these other wonderful movies that are on this list? Yes, we're going to watch all of the ones that I selected. All the ones you selected, huh? <laughs> Nobody else, just you. Nope, just me. Okay. okay, last one on the list is Miracle on 34th Street. Now, I wonder if Miracle on 35th Street is getting jealous because they came first. No, Miracle on 34th Street. I love both the original and the remake. Wait, there was a remake? Yeah, there was a, like one in the 1940s and then one in the 1990s. Okay, first off, all, all honesty here, I have never seen Miracle on 34th Street. It's one of my mom's favorite movies. I have not seen it. I don't know what it's about. It's one of your mom's favorites, but you've never sat down to watch it with her? No. All right, Sandy, come on over. We're going to watch Miracle on 34th Street. Which version, though? Um, We'll let your mom decide. Okay. We're going to have to watch it with her. And because now, is this I the one also with the angel get the swing? Or what's the saying in this movie? What's the, uh, what's the famous line? Oh, gosh. Why am I blanking out right now? It's not Angel Gets Its Wings. What is it? <sighs> I can't remember right now. I'm blanking out. But I'm going to watch it and tell you. Okay. Is it? Is it? Oh, I know. It's because the Santa Claus guy is the really the guy they know in person, but he's hiding as Santa Claus. He's like Santa Claus incognito, right? Right. That's what should be called. Santa incognito. Okay. That's dumb. But okay, uh, but Santa you, Santa, Santa, Santa camouflage. Uh, Santa under 
under siege, Santa in disguise. <laughs> Santa under siege? What did you go, like Navy SEAL, go ahead and take out the bad guys? No, that sounds like a Hallmark Channel movie, Santa under siege. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's a Navy SEAL that comes back from home and he meets the Starbucks waitress and they're like, Starbucks, that's too big box. It has to be the small place called uh, Chris Kringle or Kringle's Cafe. That's yeah, what it is. Kringle's Cafe. Uh huh. And they got a mistletoe like right underneath the cashier desk for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, speaking of which, I have two mistletoes that I didn't hang up in our house. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Well, the dog ate them, one of them. So that's okay. I hope she didn't because it's poisonous. No way, is it? Did she really eat it? I make tea out of it, by the way. It's, it's <laughs> called mistletoe tea. No, I was it's watching. A drink uh, I was watching this one Hallmark Channel movie, and it was Mistletoe Diner was the place that they were having coffee. No way. They had like peppermint hot cocoa. But anyways, the point of this whole episode was to share some fun nostalgia and to get you in the spirit that. You know, if you're maybe struggling with getting in the holiday spirit, here's a list of different movies that you can check out that might help to, you know, jumpstart a little bit of holiday cheer. Pour yourself a cup of holiday cheer, whether it's an adult beverage or hot cocoa, and uh, get yourself plugged into the TV and watch some great hits. That's what the good thing about holiday movies is that usually you can watch them. I mean, usually it's cold outside. So nobody wants to do anything outside. Maybe it's cold outside. That's right. Like the song says. And he's I wish going, you could stay. Maybe it's cold outside. Look at this. The voice of an angel over here. <laughs> My goodness. Sign her up, folks. Okay, Book but them. what you're going to say, whether it's cold outside. That you want to just be at home and uh, appreciate uh, everything you have and the people around you, the ones you love. And that holiday season is more than just getting gifts and just you know buying and spending. It's about uh, hanging out and just chilling and relaxing. And spending time with those that you love. And that's why I love watching holiday movies because it's a time to get all of the family together and snuggle up and watch movies. And I'll tell you that you know, my dad traveled a lot when I was growing up or he would be out working. But if my mom would get a day off around the holidays, we would do Christmas movie watching or we would just do movie watching. And so some of my favorite memories is when my mom would get all my sisters and I together. And even if Laura was like my oldest sister was married or whatever, and we would all come together and have popcorn and cuddle up on the couches and watch a movie and maybe have a fire in the fireplace. But I think maybe that's why I love snuggling up and watching movies so much is because some of my fondest memories of just spending time with the people that I love was doing exactly that. Just like slowing down, turning on something fun to watch and just like, being present with each other and laughing and you know getting a little bit of that Christmas spirit. And so I would love it if you all would partake in my Christmas tradition of watching movies with the snuggle up blanket and just ah, soak in the season. Oh, wonderful. Fantastic. That's a great baby. And before we go, we'd like to leave you with a little Christmas poem. It's actually a soldier's Christmas poem. And this is a good reminder to us that, you know, not all of us are able to be home at the holidays with those that we love. And so let's hold all of those that are far away defending our freedom close to our hearts during this season. And with that, Chris, why don't you go ahead and give us a soldier's poem? It was the night before Christmas. He lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give, and to see just who in this dwelling did live. I looked all around, a strange sight to see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. 
No stockings on the mantel, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. Medals and badges, awards of every kind. A sobering thought came alive in my mind. This house was different. It was dark, it was dreary. I had found the home of a soldier. I could see that most clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent, alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. His face was so gentle, the room in such disorder, not at all how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom I'd just read, curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed? Then I realized the other families that I saw this night owed their lives to soldiers who were willing to fight. In the morning round the world, children would play. Grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. But they all enjoy freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in lands far from home. The very thought put a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened. I heard his rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. But I couldn't control it and I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours. So silent and still as both of us shivered from the cold night's chill. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure. He whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. May God bless you this night.